I mean, and the only problem with that is that scientifically there was no science supporting that sticking a jade egg in your hoo-ha was actually healthy, much less valuable in mm -hmm. some way for your body. And so... But that didn't matter because people were flocking to this 20-something dollar egg that they flocking. were going to stick... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Unintended. That they were going to stick where the sun don't shine in their holiest of holies. Which their holiest of holies. Okay. I'm just going to leave that over there. Hello, and welcome back to the latest episode of Go Deep in the Shallow. I'm Bradley Trainer. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. And on today's episode, we're going to talk all about Gwyneth Paltrow, a little lady we like to call Goop. Actually, that's just the name of her website, but we'll get to that. So uh, on our show, when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we have a little song that we like to play. Um, it's called The Gooper Scoopers, because we like to scoop the goop about Gwyneth Paltrow. But it's in, and we do have a lot of joy around um, kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say making fun of her, poking fun at her, because we believe that she is a straight up snake oil salesman. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Saleswoman. She's a very successful, she's actually like a really successful businesswoman. But there's, you know, there is a good side and a bad side. And I think that's why we became obsessed with Gwyneth Paltrow on our show such that we created an entire segment called Gooper Scoopers because there were so many stories that would come out where our eyes would just roll out of our head because she would be trying to sell us on something that we knew nobody, absolutely nobody needed, but clearly she had hit a nerve and was, was selling things that people actually didn't realize that they wanted. And I think that's been, gosh, I don't know how many years now it's been since we've been paying attention to Gwyneth Paltrow, but it feels like forever. I will say this, and, and I think it's actually important to start this way because I, I, I wonder if sometimes how we talk about her can be misconstrued as though we don't actually appreciate the, bus the business acumen that it takes to do what she does, which is literally sell the heck out of some stuff that doesn't dust that you Literal don't need yeah literally and and like i i will i will admit for my own part i i am i find that to be kind of admirable right that she is so able to compel people to part with their green stuff for the dumb crap that you don't need that is a special talent and um but it doesn't mean we're not going to make fun of the things that she's trying to sell us yeah absolutely we're going to hold her uh, to account the same way we would hold any celebrity to account whether it's because of a publication ship or whatever they're trying to sell us. But what I will also say is there is this whole side of Goop where she has done something so successfully and uniquely in a way that other celebrities are now flocking to her and trying to repeat what she has done. Like she has really set a trend. Um, you know, she is responsible for this whole sort of lifestyle genre. I mean, not her alone. Certainly there are other celebrities. I mean, we could go all the way back to Martha Stewart, but she took something and created something very specific out of her, uh, or I should say leveraged something very specific out of her celebrity, not just her celebrity, but the perception people had of her celebrity that translated into this like notion of a lifestyle that other, like she keyed in on the fact that there are women out there who wanted to buy into the lifestyle, not that she even necessarily had, but that sh they thought she had, right? So that's kind of like the evil genius behind Gwyneth Paltrow. But along the way, she really did run afoul of things, you know, as simple as truth, science, reality, in a way that deserves lots of criticism. Um, well, and, 
And I even think, I mean, there's this part of me that thinks that she even realizes that the criticism is warranted. Mm -hmm. You know, whether she admits it or not, it kind of doesn't actually matter. Because science aside, truth aside, all those things aside, this woman is sitting on fat stacks of cash that started as yoni eggs. Yeah, I mean, we could go all the way back to the yoni egg. I think that's where people... Because those are the kinds of stories we would first cover when we did our Gooper Scooper segment, right? Like, hey, you make you guys. it sound so official. Yeah. We covered these stories. We, we were reporters on the front lines of pop culture detritus <laughs> in the form of Gwyneth Paltrow's um, gift guide. And I think that's where the Yoni Egg first showed up. Like, it wasn't just the Yoni Egg, remember? So f- for those of you who maybe don't remember, the Yoni Egg was this thing that essentially she got some guru to like talk about the importance of putting this egg in your yoni. Yeah, it, it was to support good vaginal health with like a jade egg that you would stick up in the area like and, the only... it, and like hold it there and it would be good for your pelvic floor, but also the healing properties of jade. I mean, I'm just making this up as I go, but it sounds goopy enough to me. I mean, and the only problem with that is that scientifically there was no science supporting that sticking a jade egg in your hoo-ha was actually healthy, much less valuable in Mm -hmm. some way for your body. And so... But that didn't matter because people were flocking to this 20-something dollar egg that they were going to stick... Mm-hmm. Exactly. Unintended. That they were going to stick where the sun don't (laughs) shine in their holiest of holies. Which... Their holiest of holies. Okay. I'm just going to leave that over there and move on. So that actually led to a lawsuit. And I don't remember the specifics off the top of my head, but you can Google it. That led to a lawsuit, you know, basically saying, and I think that's the first time she got slapped on the hand uh, rather forcefully. Like, you can't just go around selling people medical promises. And I think that was also medical promises that are not backed up by science, I should say, or making claims uh, that are not backed up by science. And I think that was like the first time we were like, whoa, okay, so this is more than just, this is more than just a celebrity hawking, like, you know, this is not, oh, what's his name? What's the guy from Two and Two? I'll be back from Two and Two. Chuck Woolery. This is not Chuck Woolery, like, repping, like, leg cramp uh, homeopathic remedies. This is her creating a business, which isn't just like be a fabulous, wealthy celebrity or feel like one by buying all this stuff that I have, but I'm actually going to peddle like fake science that can actually be harmful. Well, and okay, so let's actually talk about how some of this fake science is actually harmful Um, because it might not be immediately uh, apparent. For example, with the yoni egg, there isn't anything that's immediately apparent about sticking an egg in your hoo-ha <laughs> is could you know be have an adverse effect but let's take for example one of the other things that we've taken to task those healthy stickers i don't even remember what they were called she was pushing these stickers that you would stick on your body and the claim was that they could help fight depression that they could help fight depression and that they could also help fight (laughs) no there was like a range it was everything from like depression to like cirrhosis or i'm sorry psoriasis probably not (laughs) cirrhosis i mean who knows they probably did that but uh, those stickers i do remember that being like okay 
Like, I don't know what you ladies get up to with stretching your pelvic walls. And I don't know if a yoni, like, I'll, I'll, I'll defer to females in general, um, but also actual scientists, regardless of their gender, whether that's help, helpful or not. But like, a sticker that's supposed to like, deal with electromagnetic fields that may or may not actually exist. I mean, by the way, that sticker th- thing is still on her website. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And the reason why, okay, so so back to the to the to the point of like, how do those things? How are they harmful? Well, when you're telling somebody that you can use this sticker mm-hmm. to help your chemical imbalance in your brain, that may lead people to seek only assistance in the sticker. And the problem with that is your mental health is a is a an important and precarious thing and there are actual scientists professional doctor people who are there to help guide you through those imbalances and they don't usually at least the ones i know give you stickers and that really led to her but this is the thing that we love to hate about Gwyneth Paltrow is so that like a normal person would then say okay i'm not going to sell these stickers anymore right or i'm not going to sell the yoni egg anymore I'm not going to do junk science on my website because we take this very seriously. What she did was to say, like, fine, we'll just do, you know, what we've always done, which is back this up with science and have actual scientists curating content on our website. And there was this big uh, marketing push to put science people out there or actual quote unquote scientists. But let's be clear that these were people who had controversial takes on actual, you know, study backed scientific outcomes. So she sort of put this thin veneer of sciencey words and sciencey talk and sciencey people on the front of the website to kind of deal with that criticism. That didn't really solve the problem. That just sort of put window dressing up and we saw right through that. Absolutely. But the problem is that the people who already were subscribing to Yoni Egg Monthly were, they were all in. It was too late. They didn't care. You would, of course, you would read that magazine. I would not actually read that magazine. Fine. In any case, Gwyneth Paltrow, though, is laughing her way all the way to the bank because she's still making hand over fist money. Remember, she also does that Goop Wellness event. Oh, yeah. It's like a who's who. She fleeces people for hundreds (laughs) of dollars. To Probably thousands. drink her green tea, her magical green tea, and, you know, sit around the yoni circle and, you know, hum health into your lady bits. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm glad you said hum. I didn't know where you were going with that. Um, but she's, you know, and she's just, she's genius in some ways because she saw a moment for herself, evil genius, I would argue, but she, but she's not unique, right? Like she, is, she stands out, but she's not unique because she's just the next in a long line of snake oil salespersons who, in this country anyway, have gambled and, 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 you know, raked in the dough as a result on people's magical thinking. Like, and I'm all for magical thinking. Like, if you think you're going to be fancy with a sticker on that is giving you, like, weird vibrations, go for it. But the problem is, not everybody can distinguish between, like, this just makes me feel good and I'm doing it, you know, I don't know. There are half a dozen slash million things that we all do that probably don't actually help us in any way but we do them because they make us feel better that's fine to a certain extent but there are people out there who will substitute that stuff for actual medical care and treatment and that's the dangerous part of it 
We shouldn't be shamed for calling her out for that. Right. No. Uh, and honestly, she's just fine. Right. Like we can call her out for that. And I think that she knows that people are calling her out for that. And also, she's still incredibly successful despite all of that. Mm -hmm. um, she has spoken at um, business conventions where she's talked about really the, the genius behind what she does and how thoughtful she really was about recognizing that what she's selling is, and, and we said this prior, earlier, is aspirational. Yeah. And that the, the, the average woman or person can't really attain all the things that she's laying out for you, but that that is at the heart of what these, the people who follow her want yeah, she's, their lives to look like. She's selling an idea and people exactly. are, are paying a pretty petty, which fine, but again, that can be slightly dangerous. But again, to be fair, it's also very successful and she's used her celebrity to leverage that appeal in a way that doesn't require her to really be a celebrity any longer. I mean, she, I think, would probably consider herself more of a businesswoman now than she is an actress. And that's because she sort of made that pivot in a way that a lot of other actresses and actors have not, but have longed to sort of replicate the thing that she's done. Because I imagine in their own mind, they'd much rather be doing that than, you know, or I should say, if they are going to be a celebrity, better that they have control and are monetizing their celebrity than doing it for, you know, tabloids and the people that hire them to do jobs. Well, and let's talk about that, because there have been a number of celebrities who have tried to emulate exactly what Gwyneth Paltrow has done. And some of them, most of them have done it not as successfully, right? Yeah. Like the word lifestyle brand, I don't feel like we flung that word around until. Gwyneth Paltrow mm -hmm. had really harnessed what Goop is. And then the lifestyle brand became a kind of thing that a celebrity could anchor themselves with. And maybe, again, to your point, they didn't have to always rely on whether or not they were going to have their next acting job. This would be the thing that s sustained them. And, you know, we can run down the list. Some of them are more successful than others. Reese Witherspoon oh. has her Draper James. Jessica Alba has The Honest Company. Our favorite, our, I think I would say, our favorite lifestyle brand um, knockoff, Goop knockoff, Poosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I was like, where is she going with this? But you're, you're absolutely right. Poosh. That, I mean, that's such a lazy one, too. That's, that's Kourtney Kardashian. Kourtney Kardashian. Lifestyle um, brand. I mean, it sounds like Goop. And apparently, I forget, there's a reason she had Poosh. Like, Poosh is something, somebody calls her Poosh. Or she calls somebody pushed. I mean, I think I don't somebody know. pushed it out. and <laughs> Somebody pushed <laughs> this load of doo-doo on all of us. But it's just like, here, I'm going to have a website that gives you like the five tips to have better bowel movements. And also how to, you know, stay and look your best on the beach. Or, and here's my kale salad recipe, which, by the way, her salad recipe was not salad. If you'll remember, it was like a couple of pieces of vegetables thrown in a bowl. That's what I was going to say. And she then she poured all always does like it. her favorite salad. And it's not like it's you could accidentally make it. I will say, you know, and this is the this is the genius of Gwyneth Paltrow. She really is like the the godmother of the lifestyle brand. And she has done it so well and very lucratively. So you, we almost can't really 
you know, it, it's working. Is We will continue yeah. to, to well, call her out for her junk science, but it is working for her. And she has done it in a way that, that Martha Stewart has not. And I think I would be curious to hear what Martha has said, because she, other than a few jabs, uh, you know, and throwings of shade that, Barb, uh, that Martha has done towards Gwyneth Paltrow over the years, like, who is this young upstart? I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow really took it into and turned it into something very next level where Martha was, you know, revolutionary and sort of becoming a thing because of the lifestyle that she had. Gwyneth Paltrow was already a thing and then turned that, you know, celebrity into a brand like she created a brand. And that is no small thing to do. And I think that is, you know, when Gwyneth Paltrow did it, that led to other celebrities trying to do it, most of them lesser than and not capable of pulling off anything like Gwyneth has because she is actually a successful businesswoman or at least has marshaled actual business resources together to create a company. I mean, the only one that I can think of that is anywhere close is the Honest Company. And I'm sure there are others, but I feel like that's, you know, that's become a legitimate like business venture in a way that Courtney Kardashian only dreams that she could achieve. Right. Absolutely. Well, it is one thing when it is an actress or a celebrity that is pushing the junk science at us in the form of goop, but it is quite another when a person who actually is a medical doctor is pushing junk science at mm-hmm. us. And that's what we're going to be talking about next week is another junk scientist who actually is a medical doctor. Ugh. His name is Dr. Oz. We're going to tell you what's wrong with Dr. Oz on the next edition of Go Deep in the Shallow. But in the meantime, in between time, Bradley, tell people how they can uh, get in touch with us if they'd like to give us an idea for a future episode. Thanks, Colleen. Or maybe you just have a hot celebrity tip. We have an email. It's all set up. It's just the tip at deepintheshallow.com. That's just the tip. Yep, you heard me. Just the tip at deepintheshallow.com. That email is open and waiting for your hot tips, hot takes, and uh, show ideas. And uh, in the meantime, in between time, if you would be so kind as to subscribe to this podcast, like us all over the place, do the thing that you do wherever you get your podcast. And then if you would leave us a little uh, review so that more people can join the movement, go deep in the shallow. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.